Morning everyone, Tim here from Active Podiatry. Uh, I'm a podiatrist and trail runner based in Kent in the UK and I'm out uh, running around Bedgebury Forest with my dog this morning on a 10k run. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, so a bit of a rainy morning but it's quite warm um, and the trails are in good shape, not too muddy so that's nice. I'm about halfway round and I thought I'd just take a break to talk to you about something that's on my mind. And the thing I want to talk to you about is stress fractures. Now, um, stress fractures are something that I hope you never get as a runner, um, but they are not that uncommon. And there are two or possibly three main causes. The first one is obviously some kind of impact trauma, um, which uh, cracks the bone or repetitive loading stress on a particular part of the foot, usually the, the metatarsals, the long bones in the foot. Um, now there is a third um, cause, or should I say contributing factor, is if you have low bone mineral density. And obviously if that's something that you're concerned about, you should get that checked with your GP. Um, so how do you know if you've got one? Well, first of all, you've got to get pain in the affected area, and it's a, a very specific either a sharp pain or a a very deep ache but very localized to a particular part of the foot now um, there may very well be swelling and bruising but not always Um, so it's important to bear that in mind Uh, also when you press the affected area there will be very specific pain and tenderness and uh, there are other, other tests that we can do in clinic to help diagnose it now X-rays aren't that helpful because uh, a stress fracture is, a, is a, often just a small crack in the bone which is too small to be picked up on X-ray for about the first uh, few weeks. So you might very well go along for an X-ray and it, and it, uh, it could be negative. But it doesn't mean you haven't got a stress fracture. Uh, the gold standard for diagnosis is an MRI scan which will usually find it. However, uh, they are quite hard to get on the NHS. Uh, at the moment and there can be quite a long waiting list by which time hopefully the the fracture might have healed anyway Uh, and on that um, the the good news is that a stress fracture will usually heal in six weeks Uh, the bad news is from a running point of view is during that six week period until you are pain free entirely in weight bearing then you mustn't run on it Uh, because if you do you run the risk of getting a complete fracture uh, so, it's uh, unfortunately it's uh, it's off weight bearing, usually in a plastic boot, um, or even on crutches in some cases. Uh, but getting the load off it um, until you can start to weight bear comfortably on it. Uh, in terms of exercises, really, it's, it's one of those things where it, it's best to leave it well alone. But you can do um, non weight bearing movements of the affected foot. Uh, and of course you can you can keep the other leg the other foot exercised so uh, maintain mobility stretching that sort of thing Uh, light cross training as time goes on you can get in the pool and go for a swim Uh, that that kind of thing is usually okay and um, you can do upper body exercises in the gym in a seated position Um, so it's it's a nasty injury and uh, and I hope you, you never have to suffer one, 
but it does you know it does heal within about six weeks in most cases you're back on your feet unless there's some complication uh, with it so um so there you go stress fractures um something i wanted to talk about it's been on my mind because i, I had to uh, deal with one in clinic this week and um so i thought i'd just pop on here and give you the uh, the heads up about that so i hope uh, all is well and uh, that your running is all going to plan so uh, until next time stay safe look after your feet and uh, if you want to know any more then check out my website on activepodiatry.co.uk and uh, subscribe to the podcast to keep updated uh, for the next episode thanks for listening and i'll talk to you soon